Okay, sorry if the audio on this thing is really, really terrible. I am recording this on the way home and it's raining. And I have the windshield wipers on. And yeah. But, so, I'm going to kind of explain my page. Hi, my name's DJ. I am the guy that runs this page. Um, If you want, you can follow me at Just Call Me DJ. That's my real Instagram page for you guys that listen to this. Um, So... How do I feel about the first quarter of the season? I think that this was a solid but yet predictable first quarter of the season. Yeah, we had some up, you know, we had some ups and downs. You know, some teams that didn't haven't performed, like Florida State, which is my favorite team. Um, everybody's saying how bad we are, but it's a reason that Jimbo Fisher left. You think that Urban Meyer leaves Ohio State? For the because at the time he had he's just coming off a national he just won a national title four years ago. Nick Saban has won two of them, two or three. You know, I, I'm I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but you know Nick Saban's he had, he's one of the only college current college coaches to have a national title. He won it at Florida State. He waited for that job. You think he leaves that job? Like I said, let's run that back. He waited for that job. He was head coach in waiting at Florida State. Under Bobby Bowden. So that means he sat there and waited for that job. So you think that he leaves that job for Texas A&M? Granted, there are some ups, but I, I just don't think that he leaves Florida State. If he not, if he knows that he doesn't have anything, he can't win. Like he, I, That's how I feel. The offensive line is, is terrible, and it's been terrible. It's been terrible for the past two years. It's not getting any better, you know. I'm, I I, I kind of want DeAndre. I'm sorry, but I kind of want DeAndre Francois to transfer. You know, I would. I you know, to be honest, he got hit last year, and it's because he had pressure on him. Yeah, Alabama's some crazy. Yeah, like there's some crazy beasts out there playing for Alabama. Christian Miller, shout out to the home team. But that's just my rant on Florida State right now. Um, what's the next topic? LSU. LSU, I'm so happy for LSU because that means that the Alabama LSU game is going to be that much better. Yay for the Alabama LSU game. It's at LSU. Early season prediction. I'm going to post that early season prediction. Um, I have LSU beating Bama. Um, I don't think they'll beat Bama by a lot. I think to attack a, to, we don't we haven't seen the real, t- I don't think that we've seen the real tour t- tackle. For- we know the kid is good. We know he can play. We know he can play. But sometimes against Georgia, yes, he bounces back. He did bounce back and throw a 41 yard touchdown. Okay. But, you know, I think he's smart. But I don't know. If that, if they can get pressure on him, you know, he's having all day to throw back there. Even on that 41 yard play. He had all day to throw back there. Yeah, the play right before that was terrible, but the but he had all day to throw back there. I don't think I think LSU was able to dial up pressure, which I don't think he would have seen yet, because I don't think anybody else can other than other than practice. He can't get hit in practice. Just like the kid to um, Jordan Tamu doesn't get hit in practice. Comes up, runs through a Bama defense, he gets hit. And fumbles the ball. The kid doesn't get hit in practice, so you know we don't know what's going to happen against that LSU defense and Devin White. And you know LSU's been down for a minute, so I have LSU beating them. 
I would like to pick LSU for the East. However, I really need to see maybe one or two more games before I'm able to pick. I know I know that's kind of cheating, but I need like five games, and then I can really tell you. Yeah, I really like LSU. Um, Oregon. I'm happy to see that Oregon's undefeated. I'm not used to seeing Oregon uh, down. Um, Stanford. I really like Stanford. I actually have Stanford. I know I said it's too early. I have another, but I actually potentially may, you know, depending on how they keep playing, I like that defense. I like that defense to hold USC to three points because defense wins championships. Defense helps you in the playoffs. It helps you get to the championships. But offense gets you to the playoffs. So sometimes your offense not going to be working. And that's just honest. You know, sometimes it just ain't you. Sometimes the blocking ain't coming up right. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes things just ain't clicking on offense. Sometimes things aren't just clicking on offense. Your quarterback may be off. You know, you you, you know they might be. Things may not be happening on offense. But as long as your defense is strong and that defense helps USC to three points. Granted, that is the same USC defense that held up, you know, gave up 37. And, you know, the same offense that only scored 14 to um, to Texas, who's not back. They're trash. They're they USC is just treasure, but still, you know, sometimes that thing type of things happens. It's a conference game, you know, the juices are flowing. You know, people play different in conference games than they do in, in, in other games, but you know, things like that. I'm going to go ahead and take a break. All right, so we're five minutes in this thing. Uh, I think I'm gonna talk for like another four minutes and then we're gonna wrap this thing up. Um, so let's talk about this Urban Meyer thing. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. I don't think that Urban Meyer should have been fired. I do think he should have been suspended for maybe an extra game. But I don't think he should have been fired. I don't. Some I posted something about it, and some kid said something about Title IX, and I do believe in Title IX. But I don't feel like you run for Title IX in this case. I think that's over abusing type power of Title IX. That makes people not want to like Title IX. That makes people not want to use. That maybe that gives Title IX a bad stigma when you use it for any and everything. This Title IX, this you know, if that's what we're going to call it, this was a guy allegedly hitting his wife allegedly there was i don't think at the time there was any proof you know he's he's saying he didn't did it he didn't do it he's really fighting for this thing you know i i you know one thing i do respect about college football is because in sports a lot of times they will go ahead and admit they're wrong. I'm not saying sometimes they'll lie to their grades, but a lot of times they kind of like eventually come out with the truth. Like Michael Vick. Michael Vick came out and he lied, but he came out with the truth. Some people will stick to that lie to the end of them. At least eventually in college football. I mean, in, in, in professional sports, they come with the truth. Now, this is my first podcast, so 
it's a little rough right now. Sit, bear with me. But in sports, they tell the truth. And this man is saying that he did not do it. So I'm coming from a different perspective than a lot of people may be coming from. So this is why I believe in it. Because anytime you do something and you want, it may damage your reputation, you want the full story out. Like, especially when, yeah, you I might have had my hand in doing something, too. But you also had your hand in doing something, too. You want the entire truth to be exposed. Anytime something is happening like that. So you never know what happened. That's You know who was there? Those two people were there. And the cops afterwards. But now it's he Shay versus she Shay. It's the kids. You know, they're not together now. That's the good thing. They're not together now. I don't think Urban Meyer should have been fired. I think I don't know man. That's a that's that's a very I would I would have not liked to have been in that coach's position. I would like eventually to be in in a position like that to make decisions like that. That would be excellent. That would be wonderful. And I respect people who make decisions like that because they've had experience. But I right now I would have hated to be in the position of that guy. Because there was scrutiny, but that's what he could pay the big bucks for. I hate when people say that. What else do I have? How many more minutes do I have? I'm going to give y'all another minute and a half. Um, SEC, strong. Bottom, top half, strong. Actually, I think SEC is very, very evenly spread out. We got good teams, bad teams, terrible teams. Big 10, uh, still kind of airy because BYU isn't trash. That's not That definitely can sneak up on somebody. Um TCU, Big 12, yeah, I think Big 12 is top-heavy, and they only have, like, three or four top-heavy teams. Well, it's only eight teams, so, yeah, Big 12 might be a strong conference. I'll give it to them. I have, okay, so boom. Um, Who else are we talking about? AAC, Athletic America, whatever the AAC is, they're really strong. ACC, I think they're weak. I think Clemson's the best team in the ACC, and it's by far. And I think Clemson is not ready for any of them playoff teams. That that I don't think Clemson could hold it with LSU. I think Clemson would. Ooh, we. Trevor Lawrence would probably get. Mm. I think the defense holds up, but I think they put pressure on him. I don't think there's. I think that quarter dagger. That's a story for another episode. Actually, screw this. I'm giving y'all a 20 minute podcast because I still want to freaking talk. It is my podcast. Boom. So, so I think Clemson's... I'm all over the place with this thing here. So, I think Clemson's quarterback situation is really, really, really up in the air right now. I think Kelly Bryant deserves to, to spot. However, that pass he threw, it looked like he... I don't know what that was. What was that, Kelly Bryant? You pretty much threw interception. Like you, I mean, I know you throw interceptions, but... Sometimes in what DBs catch interceptions too, you know. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes DB make a good play. Quarterback threw a good ball. I just made a better play. <laughs> you know, I'm talking from a DB standpoint. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes DB just make a good play. But I feel like getting pressure. That that uh interception you threw 
on the right side of the field, left side of the field, on that screen to number eight, and he picked it off. It looked like it was just thrown directly to him. And then Trevor Lawrence, you know, you threw an interception too. You guys fumbled the ball. You guys got to get strong, man, because the ACC is not going to prepare y'all, so y'all have to prepare yourself. Y'all have to be really focused because the ACC, SEC is not playing. Shit, Mississippi State looked good, you know? And I hate to say y'all got to be by Mississippi State. Especially in the bowl game, because I ain't make the playoffs. That'd be terrible. Shit, they might fire double. Nah, they that boy ain't going nowhere. First national title since 1981. That one ain't going nowhere. <laughs> that would Loki don't ever have to win another national title. <laughs> um, let's think of some other teams to talk about. Um, Hawaii. I like the kid from out of Hawaii. Um, the kid with the most touchdowns through like the first three games. Cole, I forgot his name. Cole, um, I think he's number thirteen. Good kid. Um, Appalachian State, number four. My dude Duck was good, cuz. I'm balling, I'm balling. I see you, bro. Um, who else? Am I giving shout outs to number nine? T.J. Thasher, my dude, my dude. You balling, you balling. I see you, cuz. Um, who else? David Seals. Proud of you, kid. Because you could easily been like, screw it. Screw football. I don't want to play quarterback no more. I don't want to play, even play football no more. But you said, nah, I switched to wide receiver. And I even respect you for leaving and coming back. Lord, you left to go play quarterback. Think about that. I want to give that man David Seals. Right now, I think he gets a sportsmanship award for... Because he balling. Like, cause he balling. If he wasn't balling, then maybe not. But he's absolutely balling. So, <laughs> so I think that I really respect that kid because he got offered in like the seventh or eighth grade in freaking middle school. I was trying to touch. Never mind. But y'all get what I'm trying to say. I wasn't even all into that. Trying to get scholarships. He had a scholarship from Lane Kiffin at USC. That's when USC was actually pretty decent. When every kid wanted to go to USC, University of Southern Cal. I remember Ashlyn Jeffrey had committed to the University of Southern Cal. And then decommitted and went to USC. But, uh, yeah, in the seventh grade. And then you get up there and you aren't a good quarterback or as good as you were. Or they thought you were going to be. Or you thought you were going to be. You Or you maybe even think you're good enough. And then you go to JUCO, and they take you back. They want you to switch to receiver. That's all you got to do. You switch to receiver, and you dominate. Whew! That's what I'm talking about, kid. Keep your head up. Hey, the test of a man is the fight that he makes, the grit that he daily shows, the way he stands up on his feet and takes life's numerous bumps and blows. Adversity really introduces somebody to themselves. You really find out who you are when you have to go through adversity. And if you stand up or you fold, you're not going to be and have the other team in the end zone. You're not going to be at the 50 every time. You might have your back to the wall, but it's how you perform. And it's not about winning or losing. 
that's what I love about the game. That's what I want all coaches to start teaching. It's not about winning to losing, winning or losing. It's about giving a hundred percent effort. And as long as you give that one hundred percent effort, as long as you can live with the effort that you gave, then that's that's all I can ask for you, son. That's all I can ask for you. Well, thanks for tuning in to this first podcast episode. Ugh, getting tongue-tied. This is East Coast College Football. I am DJ, and we are out.